Wednesday night. You know what that means. It's another oh episode God. of the All Elite Murder Theater Podcast coming in at episode number 24. <laughs> Buy my barbecue sauce. Except for I it's love Saturday. JR. It's not Wednesday night, man. It's Saturday. Night. <laughs> it's Saturday. It's uh, Saturday night. It's, it's Saturday. Saturday afternoon. It's Saturday afternoon. You know what that means. <laughs> We're about to get lit. That's what that means. All right. We are off the rails already. This is going bad. Taking a whole minute and a half. Right from the jump. It's getting bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Dynamite. We we had to have a team meeting about last week and discuss the the notes because he thought it was so funny, but I'm not sure that we should. A team meeting. when did a I say that? Meeting. When you said like, because I thought I was, I was so high, I was on a different page. I'm gonna say, <laughs> but I really wasn't. I thought I was for a minute. Yeah, that's right. Her notes. So Tammy last week thought she dropped her notes in the hallway. I did. And then had the wrong notes from the week prior, <laughs> and did. was reading the notes and thought she was in the wrong week. Completely. No, I thought I was in the wrong month. No, let wrong- me explain what happened. First of all. If you're watching or listening, I am not like strung out on drugs drunk all the time. Okay. Can we just establish that? It's only for two hours once a week. This is really <laughs> getting bad. <laughs> so I don't want to, I don't want to make that image of myself. Okay. But so I decided that I didn't like drinking weekly can be not good for your body. So I said, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to have a, a mocktail this week which is no alcohol involved, okay? I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to just drink once a month, maybe, instead of once a week. So I said, well, I have this nice magical plant that we just bought, and it's called Face on Fire. So I thought, they said it's great for focus and creativity. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to, like, instead, I'm going to have a mocktail, and I'm going to just dabble in a little Face on Fire before the podcast starts. And I did that a little bit too much, a little bit too soon before we started. So when I started reading my notes, I honestly thought I was like three months. I went into it. I went into like a whole nother universe, a dimension. I like dimension traveled three months ago. It was like I like we were in the show three months ago doing this podcast. And I was like, something's wrong. I mean, I'm three months ago. And then like all of a sudden, I, you know, it all came. I came back to this dimension and we went on with the podcast. <laughs> That's what happened. It is exactly what happened. That was last week. So if you all want to apply for jobs or anything so that I won't get fired for this kind of content, I'm just being honest. And you know what? I have a, I have a license to do that. All right. right. I've mentioned before I'm legal. I don't, I don't want to encourage irresponsibility is all I'm. Let's, let's get to dynamite here. (laughs) Uh, Man, I forgot the last funny thing she said. I was going to say, name the show this. Now I don't remember what it was. It was something good in there. (laughs) Her bud tender steered her in the wrong direction. <laughs> what? Oh, I remember what it was. What? I thought I was three months ago. <laughs> that's perfect. I thought I was three months ago. I have never had that happen before. So that is not a regular occurrence, people. I do go to other dimensions, but I usually don't need any magical plants to do so. Okay, let's go on with this. All show. right, Samoa Joe versus Johnny Elite. Now. Ah. I forgot that that's how it started. That's how it right started. Now. Yeah, you were oh. so you were so mad. There was a fury of texts from I'm, Christopher. I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, All right. So, do we want to get on Tammy's notes first? I want to hear what Chris has All to right, say. Go, go for it, Chris. 
wait, wait, wait. I got a couple of great lines. All right. Yeah. I got some JRs. All right. JR says, the scenario cannot be laid out any better. He just gets, tangle my guts and let me go home. That was another one. Oh, my God. Tangle my guts and let me go home. Yep. You got to win or you're going to the house. He said, you got to win or you're going to the house. What they, know each, they know each other's game. My God, the power. That's a big son of a bitch. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, my God. The deep water's been washed off tonight. They're even JR. better the second time through rape. They really are. I'm telling you. Chris, you didn't seem to like this match at all. <laughs> all right. No, see, okay. Johnny Elite, right? First of all, He's changing his name every time he goes somewhere, whatever. Uh, I'm not a fan of his work. Um, I wasn't planning to do my part first. Uh, oh. I don't I don't really have anything good to say about this. Okay. Um, and it was a little sloppy. I think Johnny Elite should not be able to say Elite. He doesn't even have, like, a real legit contract. That was, like, kind of a one-off thing, and maybe they'll do more. Uh, thank God, because I – that. <laughs> I can't, I don't like that dude. I just, I was so disappointed it wasn't anyone better. And when I saw Johnny Elite, I was like, no shit, they got Johnny Gargano? No, no, no. It's, it's Johnny Elite. John of a thousand names is what it is. Oh, ooh, that uh, hurts. Yeah. And dude, if you were that good, you wouldn't have to change your name every three months when you have to go to a new company. Oh, um, no, I mean, maybe I'm just shitting on the guy, but I just don't like his stuff. And I've, I've seen him do a bunch of different things. And it's just, he doesn't see there's so many group. people that could have come in yeah. and to do the Johnny name thing. That's like, I, I kind of think AEW was like, oh, well, they won't know if it's this guy or this guy. Cause it right. could have been, it could have been Gargano. Cause he, uh, he was Johnny wrestling and all this other shit. So yeah, I don't know, man. I didn't really like the match. Oh, Tammy. You got some well, notes for us? My notes are different than Chris's opinion, but I'm glad that we don't all share the same opinion because it keeps yeah. it interesting. And the I was going to say, I hope so, because like somebody's got to say something about it because I was already biased in the beginning. As soon as I realized who it was, I was like, oh, man, that's a... And that's a whole problem. Never mind. Go ahead. Well, that's what's the interesting thing is I learned so much when you talk because I have no... I have never seen this person before. I know I have, I'm so new. I'm still less than a year. It feels like a year, but it's still less than a year into wrestling. So I don't know who any of these people are. So I have no attachment. So we have me with no attachments and you, you know, with some history with some people. So um, it's true. Yeah. So here we are. People are excited. No idea who this person is. So let's see how it rolls. I believe Joe will prevail. Groovy pants, Johnny. Joe has density on his side. Density is power. Quite a big flip flop <laughs> off the ropes, Johnny. Seems like a good tag team partner for Matt Seidel. Waiting, wanting Samoa Joe to crush him. Ooh, ah, I don't even, it says H4H. I think that means H's, like, ooh. Samoa Joe, spot him, fabulous. Great kick too. These guys are serving a pretty energetic wrestle. The crowd, boom, ba, boom, ba, crowd pumped and they're all dramatic. Samoa Joe wins it on a high note until Lethal and company blindside him. Then Beretta and company come out. This is going to be a brutal feud. I think it might. 
see, high I, drama wrestle. Not high drama wrestle. Yeah, that. See, that's the thing. It's it's setting up all of this stuff with Lethal and, and Samoa Joe, and I like it. I like it. I mean, it, it could be anybody. It didn't matter who that was. You know what I mean? That's the whole point, I really think. And I think sometimes we miss that. It's like, that's their whole point. They're just getting somebody in there. Hopefully, that you know, the guy's a good performer or maybe somebody that Samoa Joe's wrestled and is familiar with. And then they lead it into the lethal the lethal um, uh, rivalry. So, you know, but I understand. I understand where you're coming from. So, but that's cool. But yeah, so that was that match. What can we do? We move on. And now I mean, he's- the ending, the ending. And then why are best friends in this picture? That's a good question. I mean, is I don't it, understand that part d- at all. D- does it come from Ring of Honor? Does it come from some matches from Impact? I'm not sure. I don't know. I think they're stretching anything on the storyline there. I don't. I think maybe they're trying to build a story where it's it's. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I suppose right. you could say, well, they knew each other for all this time and blah blah blah. I don't know. I haven't heard that though. Right. Uh. So yeah. I was confused too, but I I'm gonna see what's what. I'm going to give them an opportunity to bring it to home together. I mean, it could be cool. I just, it was weird. Like randomly best friends are. In it was. With all I agree this. on that. They still haven't explained why. And it's been hinted at for quite a while. Yeah. So then we jumped into the Hardy promo and I thought the best line was that the Hardys were cosplaying. So I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and that promo was pretty funny. And it then was. we get... Then we got CM Punk comes out, and then we've got the Hangman match. Um, uh, one of the funniest lines Jr. said, he said, "A young man from the Orient is closing the gap." He got in trouble for that line. Did he really? Yeah, he gets in trouble from for the Orient. Shit. Is he a just... little bit racist, so it's you know I think they were soft on him, and it's not going to become an ordeal. But that was kind of a questionable line. Actually. Well, I mean, saying somebody's from the Orient, you know, it was, it not was okay. but but you know, I so, think no, I thought about that too. I was like, man, that's, that's and, like, yeah, I don't. I mean, it's I don't. From what I gathered from the the talk on the internet, is people weren't going hard on him about it, but it's just like a, an um maybe a generational thing. So it is. It's a generational thing for sure. Yeah, for sure. but it's just. For those that are now here into the now environment of this era, it's not the best choice of words. So please don't use that again. Okay. So then JR says he's either going to groove or he's going to mope. And, and, and JR goes, he might be a moper <laughs> talking about Hangman Page. But then CM Punk looked pretty scared in that audience. So, but then, you know, hey, it was a great, I thought it was a great match. Uh, it was awesome. I think that that guy is killer. I can't wait to see more of him. Um, and so let's go to Tammy's notes. On what? On that Hangman Adam Page match. Oh, on the match. Okay, I didn't know if it With was Takeshita. Takeshita. Well, first of all, I want to say that uh, we won't go into it anymore. But I now officially love you, CM Punk. Thank you for the shirt. Okay, Ooh, here we go. Takeshita versus Hangman. First, I loved this. Anyways, they aren't in the ring yet, but I already love it. Wow, Hangman is jumping around and he looks beautiful. Now Takeshita is too, fantabulous. Wow, wow, Hangman moonsault off the ropes. I love these two. By the way, I might miss 
name these things. I, I hear these words and think I know, but I might not. So it's okay if you correct me later in the comments, I won't be offended. I love these two. They're both talented and strong with great presence. Takeshta flew like an angel off the ropes into the crowd. This is awesome, chanting all around. Such a worthy wrestle right now. Endurance being tested for a minute. Ooh, hangman, pile drove. Takeshta's dr giving the most. He's really working. So much fantabulousness here. Back and forth, back and forth. I can't even take notes on it all. Bookshot lariat. And what is that? Punk's move utilized by Paige for the win. Ooh. A fantabulous freaking wrestle. Oh, wow. Loved this match. I really was so entertained. It was more than I thought. I knew I was going to like it, but it was even more entertaining and wonderful than I even expected. It was killer. Killer. Killer match. What did you think, Chris? It was great, man. Uh, I love that. I love Konosuke Takeshita. That dude is just on fire right now and all the stuff he's done with dark in the last few weeks and everything like i love him i think yeah. i i really think like and i guess he was he was a champion in ddt and then that he lost that and then like he's like oh yeah i'm going back to america for a while i'm so glad that it's happening right now because he fits in perfectly as a credible opponent for a lot of like high level talents um so this is right right place, right time. You know what I'm saying? And if, if they can move this a little bit more with him, that's great. And then, you know, he can go back to whatever he prefers doing, or maybe he'll come to America all the time. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And I think this was a great setup for the pay-per-view with him against CM Punk for hangman. Too, yeah. Because it's like, it gave, you know, everything, every time page has been in, uh, in the ring, he's had challenges and that this was a really, really good challenge. Yeah, it was. And so it's kind of proven that he's just a badass champion and that he's got he's he's not scared of punk in the least. And it really kicks the kayfabe up to where it's like this is such a great rivalry. It's like it's it's pretty awesome. And I'm excited yeah. about it. So, yeah. yeah. And then we jumped into the Fuego versus the House of Black in the Dark Order. That one. And then we get into the Swerve Lee versus the Work Horseman. And I got a couple of a uh, couple of good JR lines here. Uh He's all man and a yard wide. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> he goes, he's not pretty, but he's solid. <laughs> he said that about J.D. Drake. <laughs> he goes, oh, my God. Can I just talk about J.D. Drake since you brought him up? I'm sorry to interrupt, but before you go forward, I have to say I have been obsessed just two weeks in and I'm completely in love with a, a, um, Enjoy Wrestling. And a lot of AEW stars are on there. It's totally badass. It's everything I want in wrestling. And I could do it and watch it, like, be there every night. But J.D. Drake was in a match there. And it really got to show his personality, which I don't get to see on AEW. And I am a total, like, in on J.D. Uh, Drake now. Because I just think he's a solid person. I love the respect he gave MV Young after they did a battle together. And it was just so sweet and kind and cool. And I just wanted to say that since you brought him up. Sorry to, to uh, disturb. No, that's all right. That's all I had, really. So go ahead. Go with your notes. Oh, what, which match is it? It's the Swerve Lee. Oh. <laughs> you were just talking about it. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure I'm on the right page. 
Just go, go lose your notes in the hallway. I know. I feel like you're on a podcast and you have no idea what's going on. Look, I live like improv. I go with the moment. I don't think about this stuff, okay? Until I'm on, I just don't know. I don't pre-think. That's why my notes are all over the place, okay? So anyways, I got, I'm on the right page and the right notes in the right month right now. Feel like I've seen this before, but I really haven't. Has this not happened before? I'm not sure. But Swerve is shining tonight. Keith Lee comes in by smooshing J.D. Drake. Swerve and Keith are a great team and quickly choreographed a swift end for the workhorsemen. It's a swift end wrestle. That's all I got. It was pretty brief. <laughs> That's for sure. It was. How, how did you feel about this, Chris? Um, I was actually surprised. Uh, it was a really good match. There was a lot of fun spots in it. Um. Which, you know, when you actually look at the people involved, it makes sense because J.D. Drake, despite his character or lack thereof and his appearance and all of that, he's really like a uh, very explosive and quick guy. And you don't picture that when you look at him. Um, and then, uh, you know, his partner's excellent also. And then it's Keith and Swerve. Like, it's everything you could want in like a good wrestling match, but there's no, there's no real story to tell, but then they told the story in the ring, which I thought was cool. There was like a reason for all of it, just the way they were handling everything. Yeah. Um, the stuff at the end, the actual story, I was, I, it's, it's stupid. Really? Why? What do you guys think of the, we got the triple, the, the, the trios match, the trios right. match. Yeah. Yeah. I well, do well, have notes the, on that. We've got we've got the singles match coming up with the three of them, yeah. and then we've got the tag match at Double or Nothing. Yeah. Um, and I don't. The angle's weird because I don't like Jungle Boy in his role. I don't like Jurassic Express being the champs right now, and then having these two teams, it just it feels weird for the tag teams that are in AEW that this is the title picture right now. I did write notes on this promo, Rafe. Okay, go ahead. If you want to speak, and then I, I just want to know, I did write something. On the promo? Well, yeah. the, the only thing On I that. To... Well, I don't know if it's called a promo, but then that whole ordeal. I just wanted to point out one great line by Christian Cage. He told Ricky Starks that he was going golfing with his grandfather in the clothes <laughs> that he was wearing. So I thought that was just beautiful. That was a great line. Yeah. Um, I like the trios match. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to them mixing up title chases um, because – that means it's just that much more challenging for whoever the winner is in this. In For me, I mean, I could see why, like, if uh, you're a purist in the wrestling game that you'd want just the, uh, you know, the, just two tag teams and not three tag teams. Um, but I like it, it in the sense that, first of all, it gives Keith Lee a shot at it. It gives Starks and Hobbs a shot at it. And it makes it extremely difficult for Jurassic Express to retain. So I think it kind of yeah. like adds another level of um, another level of challenge, which I I think is going to be I think it's going to be cool. So, but what's your notes, Tammy? They're brief. It just says I, I'm just I mean you know my notes are just as it was happening. I was writing it down, um, but I guess I had thoughts on it because I I spent I don't always write down all these monologues like what I feel about them. Limitless speaks sounds like Shakespeare is about to be performed. I love him. Hobbs, Hobbs and Starks come out and ruin the mood. Now Jungle Boy and company coming out too. Christian speaks. I guess he's the best of the three to talk. Everyone versus everyone next week? Question mark. 
I think so. I don't know. It was kind of confusing. That's it. That is all. Yeah. So I I'm I'm gonna be psyched. I, I any predictions? Do you think that do you think that Jurassic Express is gonna lose their title? Chris? You asking me? Yeah, I sure hope so. Do you think but what <laughs> it do you sounds think, terrible, Tammy? but yeah. What do you think, Tammy? I don't they they're out of all these teams, no, they can't keep them, right? Yeah. I'm confused on who's fighting who and who's what is it it's, three? I mean, is it three? So Jurassic Express versus what's left of Team Taz minus Hook, and that's Ricky Starks and Hobbs, and then the fairly new tag team of Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. And how have they gotten over and gotten so popular so fast as a team? That's a great way to keep them relevant right now since they don't really have a main storyline for them. Yeah. And they so confusing. Like there's three different tag teams. Like well, how is this going to work? And also they push the acclaim down the line because the acclaimed were next in line for it. That's another thing you got to keep in mind. Yeah. But now they're clicking up with a uh, fucking gun club anyway. So that's a whole new thing. And right. they got them trios titles coming. And yeah. I think those are uh, people are more looking at what's happening with that because all the tag teams are starting to go to trios teams. Right. Um, it's a mess. You guys, it is. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I like all of them in, for different reasons. And in my own ways, who do I think should be the champion? I don't really know. I mean, like you said, Swerve and Keith Lee are so new to everything, but damn, they're good. I, I would definitely pick them out of the three, you know, but I like the Jungle Boy stuff. But, I, you know, when I first started watching, I was more into it. And now I'm just kind of like, mm, okay. you know why? You know why I think that is? And this is just my theory, because they're not on TV a lot. They're not around. But also, there's something I like Luchasaurus. I think he's amazing, but I think he does a disservice by his mask looking like he bought it at the dollar store. You know what I mean? I'm not being, I mean, this is more of a compliment than an insult. Why are you but, always shitting my Luchasaurus's mask, man? Yes. Well, I, Every time he gets brought up, you're like, he's masking shit. Because <laughs> I think he's better than his mask, and it bothers me. I feel like I could design something better and more badass. And I think he's badass, and I think he gets lost in all this tag team team stuff. And I think Jungle Boy, you know, is fun. I love his acrobatics. He's great. Um, but, you know, there's only so far you're going to go with, like, the Tarzan shit. You know what I mean? Like, they need to, like, up that story in a grittier, cooler way, you know, or have more other jungle characters with them. I, I You know, I don't know what I'm saying. Let's just go on. Oh, no, no, no. I actually, I really like the idea of the Jurassic Express becoming a team with a bunch of, like, dinosaurs and other really, really, like, non-existent, extinct animals. And this Jurassic Express, and it's just a bunch of wild animal dudes. That'd be awesome. Yeah, like a, a wild-ass women in the stable. It could be really cool. Like a wild-ass pterodactyl character. That Those motherfuckers will fuck you up, a pterodactyl. Are you kidding me? That would be a badass kind of wrestling persona. I was but, just yeah. thinking anyway. that a pterodactyl is the first thing that came to mind. And I was thinking of JR. The pterodactyl's getting in on the action. You know, I don't know. <laughs> this all just feels like it should be like involving Danhausen and everything. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's like they should go, like there should be some, some, some badass, Jurassic era characters against like some medieval or not even medieval way before that. Like I'm a knight you know, of the Templar. kind of like ghouls coming out and <laughs> imagine that. Monster beast. Yes. 
But at the same time, like too gimmicky limits you. So there's yeah. gotta be a way to get some of these vibes going where it's like a vibe and not just a, a dollar store max. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay, so I don't. I think we're getting off topic. We are. So then we press on to the very awkward uh, promo with Chris Statlander and Red Velvet. Of course, Jade saves it by saying, "Cut the shit, Tony," which is the best. And then we get to the best part of the night. Down. What's that? Oh yeah, where's my notes on that? In case you can't tell, folks, Rafe really likes MJF, uh, and is is. <laughs> Genetically infused with a piece of MJF as well. Uh, so he said, yeah. "Shut up, shut up, you fat hicks." <laughs> <laughs> the body won't look the same after this," said Jr. There's a lot of security presence. Hey, a makeup artist didn't run out and have to put welts on him. This is real, folks. He's whipping him. Yeah, he's whipping him like a government mule. I remember that one. <laughs> the makeup artist one. That was creative, Jr. That was great. Um, I don't even. I'm not even going to comment of how the, the genius of all of this. So I'll let Tammy do her notes because you know everyone knows my opinion of it. So I had to scratch out a lot of shit to not be inappropriate. So I'm oh. having a hard time. You know. <laughs> Scratch out a lot of shit to not be inappropriate. I mean, I'm sorry, man. I'm just going to make, like, Chris, I feel like close your ears, dude, because, like, I can't even say my true thoughts on this. I don't know. Like, if it was reversed and it was a male talking about females, it would be really creepy, and it's probably creepy for me. But I'm sorry. Some dude getting whipped like that in a ring and smiling, I'm sorry. Somebody has to say it, okay? Anyways, MJF, ready to whip Wardlow. Wardo just smirking like he likes a whipping, you know? Come on. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say any more about that. They bring in Wardlow, all epic, surrounded by tons of security. You know, he's getting whipped. Okay, here we are. Pretty fun. This is some drama. Spears got to get involved. <laughs> oh, MJF, bring out the blasted, what is that? The blasted king to hit Wardlow? The what? The blasted king. Who is the blasted, blasted king? king? What are you talking about, Danny? You start watching a cartoon on your phone or something? Ring. Maybe it's a, it's the ring. Oh, the ring. I was like, that's what I had to process that for a minute. See, this is what happens because I live in the moment and don't rewrite my notes. It's the blasted ring, not king. I was like, I don't remember the fucking king coming out. (laughs) All right. Spears got to get involved. OMJF brings out the blasted ring. Hit Wardlow. Spears pins Wardlow while unconscious. Bravo. No safe word needed. No safe word needed. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's the title of the show. Are you kidding me? That's, yep. Could have been worse. I'm letting you know it could have been worse. 
Oh, that's it. I mean, I couldn't ignore it. I couldn't. I'm sorry. Is exact. I mean, I was thinking a lot worse than that. Okay, that's what I'm experiencing. I'm just being honest. Chris, what's, what wait. You... So is that is that the wrestle rating? Yes. No safe word needed. Wrestle. That's all I put down. So. No safe word needed. Wrestle. Oh, my face hurts. That's Y'all hilarious. shouldn't be letting me loose out here where everyone, I still forget that people actually listen to this. This well, is not good for me. Not a lot, but enough. Yeah. I'm going to get canceled. Hello, people listening. <laughs> we hope you're at I, least somewhat entertained. Yeah. I can't fathom anybody listening to us talk like this for more than three minutes. Um, <laughs> well, they can go with the other boring shit, okay? Uh-huh. We, are, we are definitely uh, not boring. We're avant-garde. <laughs> go, go on, Chris. Makes it sound distinguished. Artsy. Artsy. We'll have to do my avant-garde. <sighs> I mean, yeah. Wardlow got hit with a belt a bunch and did not <laughs> sell it. I'm having trouble recovering from all this. Listen, he didn't sell it. He didn't sell it. Didn't which sell is weird. It. And here's why. Who didn't sell it? Who didn't sell? It? Who? What are you talking? Wardlow. About? Because he was smiling too much. He no, sold it at the he end. Didn't, he didn't react to any of the pain. He didn't. That's why I was saying it's a no sell. It it's a no sell in professional wrestling. Like if you look at it from that objective, rather than the specifics of what happened, the last time that MJF gave someone lashings in a ring, it looked like the most painful thing on earth. And they focused on the welts and the, 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 the camera, the work was all different. Um, and then this time around, it was very like still and weird and slow. And it's like, how, I don't care who you are, man. That would hurt. You know what I mean? Like sell it, sell it. Yeah, but that's that, the point. It's yeah. wrestling. Like you have to sell it a little bit. That was not, that was weird. Uh, and then the stuff at the end, like, you mean that hurts? That doesn't make any sense. Like, a, getting hit with a belt would hurt way worse than, like, a kick next to your ear. Like, that's... <laughs> Suspension of disbelief only goes so far. Oh. So for that to happen, and it, it it's just... It's bad storytelling, in my opinion, when you don't need to do that, because this story is fantastic. Uh, and MJF is great in this. And even Sean Spears is kind of cool somehow through this. He is. Um, I, I, I love him as an asshole. He's great. Oh, he's I'm awesome. not a huge fan of him, but the, he's doing he's doing good with his part in this. Um, oh, he's awesome. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's more badass yeah. than anyone realizes. Oh, yeah. I literally, the only thing I wrote down for this was holy shit and wild. Cause that was all I could think watching it that I was able to like write down and actually come up with thoughts. Uh, man, that shit looked crazy. And uh, now we're headed to a cage match with Sean Spears and who cares? Um, and then match with MJF at double or nothing. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Yes. And I'm excited. I know MJF is going to get the shit kicked out of him, but it's still exciting. We'll see. We'll see. We'll so see. We, 
We jumped right into the Rapongi Vice Tag Team titles, and looks like they're challenging FTR for the Ring of Honor titles. That'll be pretty fun. And so then we jump into the Owen Hart wait, match. Oh, sorry. Wait, Go ahead, Tammy. Can somebody tell me what a Rapongi is? Is it a place? I don't know. Okay. Somebody else comment later. Go ahead, Ray. So then we jumped right into the Kyle O'Reilly versus Ray Phoenix match for the Owen Hart tournament. Um, I think the funniest thing about this match for me was Tammy slamming her pen down after Kyle O'Reilly won and said, is this shit over? (laughs) (laughs) Was not expecting that. And And then JR says, he's been wrestling for money. Well, I hope so. <laughs> JR also said. What are you wrestling for? He did say that. And then he said, there's a bunch of TVs out there. Yeah, uh, I, I would hope so, because we're all watching it on the TV. Um, those are the best two lines that JR had in that match. But the, I, again, the hilarity was Tammy slamming her pen down and asking if this shit was over because <laughs> Ray, because either. Ray Phoenix lost to Kyle O'Reilly, who she does not like. And I'm not sure who she dislikes more, Daniel Garcia or Kyle O'Reilly. No, you're wrong. I don't have that minute, much emotion about Kyle O'Reilly. She does. Don't let her lie. I do not. He's just slightly annoying to me. <laughs> okay. Right. I don't have a lot of hate for him. There's actually his new latest promos throughout the week have been winning me over and some of his BTE comedy. Okay. It is not the same as Daniel Garcia. That is not true. Don't tell me what I think. I know what I think. For the record, he does do a great job on BTE too. He's funny on there and it's winning me over. It's it's not that I don't like Kyle O'Reilly. It's that I haven't had a chance to see his personality. So how am I going to like him? But no matter what, I don't give a fuck who it is. <laughs> Ray Phoenix is the best. You and don't she beat Ray. Never lose. Okay. You don't beat Ray. That was it. She was ready to walk away from Dynamite. I go, there's more matches, honey. We haven't even gotten to everything. She goes, well, this is bullshit. <laughs> she said. <laughs> I was like, okay. I said, well, hang in there. It might get better. <laughs> We were like, we were only halfway in really at that point. Right. I know. So um, as far as this match for me was concerned, I thought it was a good match. Um, Kylo, I haven't seen Kylo Riley enough to, to be a really good judge of his wrestling style. So he hasn't wrestled. I haven't seen many matches from him. So I, I get why he won uh, the match. Um, I love Ray Phoenix. I thought, you know, Ray Phoenix is a pro no matter what. Um, but I really wasn't that vested in this or not i mean he's gonna go wrestle samoa joe and samoa joe is gonna flatten his ass and that's gonna be it so the way i look at it i don't you know i I, if i'm wrong i'm wrong that's great but i really don't think samoa joe is gonna lose i think he's gonna battle adam cole for the for the for the whole thing so what did you think of this match chris oh wait before we get to that rapongi is a lively entertainment district where locals and tourists mix in buzzing late night bars and clubs in japan so yeah but it's it's Miami Vice, Rapongi Vice, right? Okay. Right. I want to go there now. That sounds fun. 
So, Chris, what's your opinion on this? I mean, I know you've seen O'Reilly before. You were kind of excited when he first came into AEW. You seemed to be pretty psyched about it. Um, and I know you like Ray. So, uh, what, what were your thoughts on this tournament? This match was surprisingly good. Um, it was. Uh, I really so and and not. I wasn't surprised that like it was good from the aspect of like they're both really talented. Um, but it's just a weird clash of styles and it doesn't necessarily make sense on paper, but this was actually, it was, it was really fun to watch. Uh, I think Kyle O'Reilly is whether you like him or not, he's, uh, he's different than a lot of other wrestlers in, in the way that he moves around, um, in a ring and just in general, he's just a different kind of guy. And I think it's interesting, um, to have like unique, characters almost but in a sense like unique people because there's a lot of stuff that he does that's just not something you know it's not like he's planning to do things a certain way it's just who he is uh yeah i i dig i i dug this match more than i thought i would let me say that Mm. yeah but yeah i mean i love ray phoenix you guys know that sure i I know you love kyle too do you have notes on this tammy or you oh all right not too long luckily all right. Uh, Ray Phoenix is always the best. This <laughs> this picture in picture is messing with me. It doesn't matter. Ray Phoenix is the best. Get up, Ray Phoenix. Don't clunk around. Ray Phoenix is starting to pick things up. Yes, Ray Ray kick and kick. Let's go. He has some magical kicks. Ray is working. Kyle's getting a few good ones in though. Now it's a kickoff. Kyle O'Reilly wins by submission. Oh, no, no, nope, nope, wrestle. (laughs) It's a nope wrestle. (laughs) Good one for O'Reilly, though. (laughs) And so now we know who, like, you know, he's going to wrestle Samoa Joe. And then what? Adam Cole's in the final, right? Is that what the point is now? Or uh, he, give me one second here. He doesn't wrestle somebody I, else, does he? I was going to bring this up I need to refresh my wine while you look that up. Um, re, yeah. <laughs> I thought he, um, I thought that, yeah, Adam Cole won because he beat Jeff Hardy. Or did, so, I, did I jump ahead? I must have jumped ahead because he might. So on Dynamite coming up, um, we've got Samoa Joe versus Kyle O'Reilly. Right. Um, I'm trying to find, and I'm pretty sure he faces Adam Cole. So Adam Cole faces the winner of that match. Um, it may be Samoa Joe. It may be Kyle O'Reilly. If they're planning to do something different than what's already be done. Like they already, this has already been done. The Samoa Joe, Adam Cole story. It's been done. So to have um, one of Adam's guys have to fight him would make for a more interesting story. However, it's also been done before. Yeah. Uh, it's not a great place to be unless they do something different and yeah. new that adds to what has already been there. Yep. So, yeah, it does look like it. So, Jeff Hardy, it's it's going to be Adam Cole for whoever wins that match. That's the yep. final. Okay. Yep. So at the pay-per-view at the pay-per-view. So Tammy, are you back or? All right. All right. So then we get into the Jericho 
Regal mocks with Kingston meeting here. Um, there were some great lines on this. That he brought up some drug addiction. He called them disco biscuits. He, that's what Jericho said. And he said, I'm a wizard. I'll burn your face. And Regal's line of, I'd rather hear screams from a burning orphanage than your voice, Chris Jericho. And the fact that he sticks his toothbrush up his bum and he did it to Daniel Garcia, I think really made Tammy happy. He got the toothbrush, the dirty toothbrush. So I thought it was a good promo. It was pretty funny. Tammy, do you have any notes on this promo? Um, <laughs> I do. All right. All right. Jericho reading Regal up and down and insulting everyone. Oh, shit. The substance abuse joke? Oh, wow. He went there. Oh, 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 oh. oh now the wizard thing again. A toothbrush of bottoms? What? What the fuck is going on? Mox is in there now bringing everyone down to earth with a, a spoken word monologue on glorious violence. Gauntlet thrown. Nah, we ain't doing that shit. <laughs> No stadium stampede. That's what Moxley said. Chris, what are your thoughts? I know you love William Regal. Well, this was excellent. And and Jericho, too. Uh, like, promo God in this one. Um, the stuff he was saying, he was saying some, like, really personal, like, stuff. And uh, I just, the whole thing was put together nicely. William Regal is... A, I would say he's a national treasure, but he technically doesn't belong to us. So I mean, he's an international treasure, and um, what a what a beautiful segment! I'm I'm so on board with all of this. Um, the Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston thing—that stuff feels unnecessary. But other than that, all of it was really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like I guess they're trying to illustrate, you know, that Eddie Kingston's unhinged and he doesn't. Yeah, care. but save that though. Yeah. Save that. We don't need that for this current thing that's happening. We don't need it at all. Like, it it makes sense without it. So save that for something else down the road, so we have something interesting. And then, yeah, yeah. I hope they don't like do like a bunch of like, how will they coexist? Because enough people do that shit already, and it's just annoying. Do you know right. what I need? Yeah. I need a sequin fringe jacket now. So you do. I don't have a cash app. I don't even know how it works. But people say that stuff, and people could cash up you money to buy you one. But I don't know how that works. So just know it's on my wish list for everyone. All right. Well, anyone that wants to send me a Jericho sequin fringe jacket, I'll I'll accept it. Hint, hint, Rafe. Hint, 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 Rafe. Uh, I guess I'm buying it, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So then we got Matt Seidel versus Dante versus the Blackpool Combat Club at Rampage. And then it jumps right into the DMD versus Maki Ito was the Joker, which apparently was Britt's tag team partner way back in the day. Looks looks like at the beginning of AEW. We weren't aware of her. We didn't see Mm -hmm. we weren't we didn't jump in any AEW. She's been in and out for a while. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she seemed pretty fun. I mean, she's the cutest in the world, is according to her, and she's a, and uh, the one of the best Jr. lines was she. He said it's a near fall created by a hard head, because I guess she's known for her hard head. Um, I thought this was an okay match. I wasn't overly excited about it. I mean, I didn't think it was like, oh, this is fantastic, or even compared to 
you know, some of the other matches before. Um, it was okay. You know, now we got Britt going against Tony Storm. Tony comes out, and that's going to be, I think that's going to be a very exciting match. And so I'm uh, pretty psyched about it. Tammy, what are your notes? Um, they're very short. It says, wow, energetic and creative. What's going on? Mackie Ito hitting herself in the head? She's energetic, unique, and fun, but really unexpected. Britt wins. An unexpected character wrestle. Fun. There you go. Chris, okay. how, what's your thoughts? How did you feel about this one? The strongest skull in professional wrestling. That's right. Maki Ito. Uh, she's so rad, you guys. Um, so much fun. I love her gimmick. It's all so weird and like Japanese. Like it makes no sense in American wrestling. But it fits so well somehow in AEW. Uh, it's beautiful. I loved it. I I was already disappointed enough about the men's Joker earlier. So like by the time we got here, I was like, "Yeah, okay, that sucks that Maki Ito's gonna come in and get like a kind of a spot and lose again." Uh, but it was better than it could have been. Um, obviously, I was way more pissed off about the earliest one. So yeah. Anyway, I enjoyed this, uh, but I immediately, immediately, as soon as I found out who it was, I knew the outcome. So I, I wasn't invested at all at that point because it was like, oh, I know who's going to win. They're not going to let Maki Ito win here. Uh, so, yeah, if it had been more credible um, as somebody who had been around a while, maybe that had like a reputation, it would have been better. But because it was someone that was not necessarily in line or already big enough um it just it wasn't enough to keep me interested but it was still a good match yep and then uh, so that brings down the brackets we've got tony storm versus Britt baker and then on the other end is ruby versus oh why did i forget this Chris statlander statlander that's right yes that's, that's an interesting one because you know they're not really rivals so that's so we didn't know cool. about that till rampage right right but we'll get there. ahead of yourself right Ray's now. just talking about the brackets because he's excited it's like racing horses <laughs> you know i like i mean i'm all into the nhl playoffs right now these so tournaments man once you start putting like charts and stuff in rafe's on board i am yeah, I, that's I, true he does love and his notes are so neatly written and thought out. <laughs> oh my gosh. The organization and thought outness. And I'm like all over here, like, what the fuck just happened? Am I on the right month? I don't Ooh. even know. I'm a manager <laughs> at work. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe they let me manage people though? No. People I don't need to all so. this shit that I did outside of this that people allowed me to do. But go ahead. Anyways. So we jump out into the ring in the middle of the ring. Serena Deeb comes out with Tony Schiavone. And then Deeb calls out Dustin on this one and starts going off on him. This had moments of kind of awkward and moments of I thought were were good. I was kind of I was kind of mixed on this promo. I don't um, know where we're at on here. What promo are you even talking about? It's when Serena Deeb came out and got in okay. Dustin Rhodes's face. Remember that? Oh, I just put Deeb comes out yay, and that was all I had on that. All right, Chris. Okay. You might have fallen asleep. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's a weird segment, um, and I'll tell you why. Serena Deeb just seemed really nervous or here. I, I, I don't know what it was. She was, like, shaking a lot and wasn't really, like – it, it, her words didn't feel uh, intentional. It was almost like a, trying to remember how to say something 
and and mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. It just didn't feel like a great promo from somebody who could cut a, a like a good promo if it wasn't this particular situation. Right. Um, and I don't know, I don't know what this has to do with anything, honestly. It seems like a weird way to build a background for people that already have a built-in background that people already know about. Like it's a little too far past the kayfabe line of like, oh, we don't work together, you know? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So then right after that, we jumped into the main event, which is the uh, where Adam Cole and Jeff Hardy. Um, my opinion, why don't you go ahead first with your notes, Tammy? All right. Uh, they're serious. Adam wants this bad type of vibe, but Hardy's Hardy. Oh, that was hard. Ooh, so was that. Ow, not sure how this is going to end. Some major back and forth. Hmm. But Adam pulls it off. Little Adam pulled it off. It's a work for it, Russell. <laughs> Little Adam, baby. Now all kind of people in the ring turning, running around. I can't even keep up. Now people jumping on chairs. That was all I had. Oh, Chris, take it away, buddy. All right. Uh, it's a good match. It's a good match. It wasn't anything too crazy, which I was happy about because I'm like Jeff Hardy. He he, he should probably mellow out because he, he feel it feels like watching him. He seems like he knows he's doing too much right now. Right. Uh, he just uh, yeah. Well, you remember they it was gave, cool though. They gave the rib angle. You know, they interviewed him beforehand, and he was like, "Oh, my ribs hurt." So it's kind of like a way for him yeah. to like. It's kind of like an out. You know what I mean? That's yeah. The way and I the look good. At those. So it, it makes sense from an angle perspective and like, it's not like he's out weak, but now that they're moving on to this young bucks, Hardy boys thing, well, Hardy's whatever they're called now. Um, it's a good way to get him out and still have it be like, Oh, he almost got it. Right, right, right. Yeah. I thought it was a good setup. It's a good setup for that, for the bucks and the Hardys, which is going to be, yeah, I'm pumped about that. That's going to be fun. So that wraps up dynamite. Craig, hey. are you, you're here for name that wrestler. Name that wrestler. That's right. Well, we're glad you're here, Craig. Well, it's good to see you. I know I missed you last week. Oh, okay. I heard you That's had a rough. Right. I heard you had a rough night last. Rough week last week, and then that put you down. Ah, what it is, you know, it's like. I got you. Honestly, Craig, we could use you with some of the commentary too. So I hope you join us and give your take on a match one day because I'd like <laughs> what you have to say. Like I ain't got nothing better to do. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah, sure. Sorry about that, Craig. So... All right, Rafe. <laughs> oh, is this for you me? ready for name that wrestler? I hope so. Okay. Born in New York City in 1996. Worked for MLW, Rockstar Pro, MCW, Limitless, Inspire, CZW, AAW, and more. Finishers and signatures. Huh? The Fujiwara Armbar. Oh, no. The Rolling Cutter. A rope-assisted pile driver and a swanton bomb. Oh. This person has held titles such as the Outer Limits Championship, 
Inspire Pro Championship, CZW World Heavyweight Championship, and more. Name it, Resta. 96 in New York City. Correct. Uh, is it a male? Give me some hints. Male. Yes. Uh, and they are currently in AEW. Yes. Are they prominently featured on AEW? Oh, yeah. Like a mascot on a food container. Oh, this is going to kill me. I don't know. I do not know. <sighs> Just say a random name. Make a random name. At least I'm not disappointed. Uh, anyway. Uh, Chuck Taylor. Tammy. Tammy. You got, oh, Chuck Taylor. No. The answer's no. Tammy, you have a guess. The Butcher. It is Maxwell Jacob. Free. Oh, shame, Ray. Shame. He didn't. He wasn't. Shame. He was born in Long Island. He was born in. Shame. No, 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 no. Wrong. He was born in Long Island. He hails from Long Island. Was born in New York City. Boom. (laughs) Is this over? Best friend. Your best friend. Is this over now? Move it on! Tammy, you ready to name that wrestler? Is it? I won't know it, but okay. Born in 1992, Miami, Florida. I know. Modeling there at that time. Yes, I was skinny and young. Worked for Fighting Evolution, Full Throttle, and won the title in both of those companies. Wait a minute. Were they born? They were wrestling in in Shine. No, they were born. born then. 1992. They were born in 1992, not working. Miami. They were born the year I was there. This person uses the finisher of a running big boot. Name that wrestler. Martinez. What's her first name? Mercedes. Red Velvet. Oh, huh? red velvet. Oh, interesting. I didn't know she Red velvet. We were both wrong. <laughs> I'm okay with being wrong because it wasn't my number one favorite. All right. Next week, you'll have another chance. But for today, you're not living that down. You better learn everything about him from now on. We're going to have okay. a whole MJF quiz All right. for you. Yep. Let me see. Real estate. Shit, I deal with. Real or fake? Who? Who's this go to? Oh, fake. Real or fake? Real or fake? Rafe. I love the real or fake song. God's last gift. Regal Eagle. Skull crushing finale. Oh, we weren't describing Regal the whole time. Okay. God's last gift. It's for me. Regal Eagle. Skull crushing finale. The real, the regal eagle is fake. You are correct. Well done. Well done. Congratulations. We'll never make up for you not knowing the MTF. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Here we go. All right, Tammy. Avada Kedavra. I want to grab you. Three handled family grundizzle. 
What? Okay. Or iron twist. <laughs> I feel like you're talking about our family right now. I'm so confused. Can you start at the beginning? Cadavra. Moss-covered, three-handled family grandizzle. Wait a minute. That's not one fist. thing? What You're fucking fuck with me right now, aren't you? That? What's the third one? What's number three. The iron fist. The what iron the fist. The second one was something in the Grundle Moss something. Say the say the second one again, Craig. Oh, Craig <laughs> is talking right now. Oh, this, this is gone, man. We're on our own. We don't even know what the move is. <laughs> I can't even hold it together. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Okay, I'm going to say right. A. Avada Kedavra. Yes. The moss-covered <laughs> three-handled family gruntizzle. <laughs> if that's fucking real... I'm gonna shit myself. But, I really am. Or the iron. Well, obviously, if it's fake, though, I mean, this is crazy. Is there really a move called this? I mean, I don't even know. I'm saying, which going one is a. fake? A. Avada Kedavra. Yeah. Incorrect. Oh. What is it? You you probably thought, oh, it's from Harry Potter, so it's not a real wrestling move, huh? It is. It oh is. Oh my god. Yeah. So the third uh, one was fake. Iron Fist is the correct answer. What you the really fuck? got me on that one. Not man. the I moss mean, covered three-handled family grundizzle. I want to move is that right now. Who can do it? I I I mean what? Okay, I figured Google that it. I figured you Google would try it. to trick us. That it had to be I real, but I still can't I promise that it. it actually is. Oh, you picked the wrong answer. My face hurts. All right, folks, it's been real. See you sometime, sometime. Never bye. Bye, Craig. Thank you. you. Ah! (laughs) Come on, man. Be Be nice, nice, Craig. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Oh, my God. It's the only thing. There's just too little love. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm in. I'm in pain. I need to, re- to go find this move because my mind is blown right now. But I do What's have happening? questions for you. No, Chris. no. Oh. All right, Chris's questions. These questions are so hard. Okay. Okay. Who had T-shirts? <laughs> Not necessarily an AEW. One said, question everything. The other one, and it could be the, actually the same shirt. I don't even. Let's not derail. Keep going, honey. <laughs> what I'm saying is these can both be on this <laughs> on the same shirt or <laughs> different shirts. Oh, my God. Are you saying that because you know, or are you saying that as like you just like the way it all sounds together? I think I know. But anyways, they say question everything and also think for yourself. Okay. Whose middle name is Joseph. (laughs) And he has multiple championships from other promotions. 
And he just coined a new phrase. I think that's going to become a thing this week. That's impossible. Those Shut clues up are impossible. Question. He just coined a new phrase this week? Yes, he kind of did. I mean, maybe it's not new, but it's definitely going to become a thing. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> you mean his middle name, Joseph, didn't tip you off? No. For okay. some reason, I want to guess Sammy Guevara, but... No, it's actually Matt Seidel. Peace, love, Ooh. and wrestling. Oh, that was an impossible question. It was. But the it, shirts but, thing threw me off so hard. I was like, I don't know who would have that. It, he did. He had a shirt that said, question everything and think for yourself. He did. And he then did. I guess he's a, a positive person because then now he's talking about peace, love, and wrestling. So mm-hmm. anyways, here's a better one because I've said this answer in previous things. What does Luchasaurus have a master's degree in? Don't say anything, Rafe. It is not your question. I see you there. I see you about to answer. Don't. It's something weird, and I don't remember now. It's like uh, something with literature, I think. I don't know. You are so close. I'm just going to say you're right. But it's a very specific kind of literature. And Hmm. history. Something pretty cool. Involving swords and stuff. No? Okay. Medieval. It's medieval literature. Mm. So you're you were fifty percent of the way there. Also, side note, he was homeschooled. Well, there you go. Which I love because maybe maybe you shouldn't be shitting on his mask then. Yeah, I know. No, maybe he made. I still stand by (laughs) that he's better than that mask, and I will not relent from that until his mask is improved and up to the par of a Luchasaurus power wrestler should have yeah but he yeah made- i feel like he needs to have like a big aggressive jaw that opens and closes and it's like a full dinosaur face that would be red and not so plasticky looking like something that's more no i want it to be like a gi joe movie plasticky looking <laughs> <laughs> he he actually made that mask in his homeschool art class our homeschoolers make better masks than that. Homeboy is like forty or something. Isn't he? He's them. like my age, right? I guess he's so. young. Yeah, young. He's it, huh? Well, you're young younger. Us. <laughs> Rampage, baby. We've got the House of Black versus Evil Uno Ten and Fuego del Sol. He's like a wounded dog, Fuego. We've got Taz. Excalibur and Jericho on commentary. Wow. This that's was, a, that's that right there is something awesome. They called him the karate Brody. And then the death triangle comes out and challenges him. But I'll tell you what, man, I thought that the Dark Order and Fuego, they did a they put on a great match, man. I thought it was fun. I liked it. I thought, you know, Evil Uno was cracking me up. He had some cool moves. You know, of course, the House of Black's just going to destroy, so it doesn't make a difference. You know, we know we, we knew the end results. But in between was, was fun. Tammy, do you have notes? Yes, but before I read them, I want to give a shout-out. I am a member of a group called Heels, and it is women. It's a women's group that is official membership for AEW. 
So with our membership, uh, we, we have our own special groups. We actually get to meet with talent on um, certain, certain Zoom calls on Thursdays. I've never made one because I always just like lays out about it. But anyways, there's a, always a theme to it and it's really cool. And um, so a lot of us have become friends and we meet at different shows in the parking lot and do like, I guess, a sort of tailgate kind of situation and just then there's a special, even more private chat group where we're in it. It's just a chat group, not an actual Facebook or social media group where we are, we actually communicate like very personal stuff. So there is a wonderful person in there and her parents also know about the group and think of us as, uh, as their little, like, like wrestling babies, I guess. So they go by, uh, uh, black Mama or Mama Black and Daddy Black. And that's because they love House of Black. So they've named themselves after that. And Daddy Black had a stroke about probably one or two days ago and is in stable condition. Things are going well, but we just wanted to give out some love mwah, to uh, Papa Black and Mama Black. And we wish the best for you and your whole family. And thank you for your support. We're all a, a, a tight knit group and um, share a lot through wrestling so we wish you the best yeah, so man. now that this is a house of black match i wanted to just shout that out to you and know that there are so many of the wrestling fans in our heels group that are wishing you the best in a quick and speedy recovery so after saying that i'm going into my notes and also by the way feel free to isolate just that clip so they don't have to hear the rest of me running my mouth talking about like Lots of other things. I'll get also right black versus evil Ono. Okay, what? I can't even catch my breath to figure out what's happening. Everything's a bit chaotic, but everyone's giving full energy. Thanks to Jordan, FTR collector, uh, posting the Fuego Kid channel. I got caught up on the hard work and sweet story of Fuego. So I'm really about him now. I get it. But... Him against Malachi feels a bit ridiculous. Maybe two extremes. Very intense versus, uh, did I put very sweet? Yes, I did. I put very sweet. Brody knocked him out the ring. You've got to make your own story here because none is being given to me. Now, buddy, beating up on Fuego? Where is everyone else? Okay, I see them in the corner. I see 10 over there. Why am I scribbling these thoughts? Back to specifics on the match. Fuego just, Fuego just got, uh, uh, um, just needs to tag someone in already. Yes, 10 is the one. Oh, Brody proves a bit trickier though. Great teamwork with Evil Uno. Can 10 do it? 10 is giving the most, M-O-S-T. He's earning this. This freaking knee thing is slowing him down and Brody throwing people around. He isn't playing around, everyone. He threw everyone around like ragdolls. A Brody throwdown wrestle. House of Black versus Death Triangle, double or nothing promo. Dramatic. Take it away, Chris. <laughs> uh, I still don't understand this. I don't understand what Fuego's deal is with all this. Um, I, I, this was never a good idea. Uh, the, the team doesn't make any sense. Fuego with Uno and 10. It's, I, they all have masks. 
Um, so there's that. Uh, it's a decent match, um, but I, I just I just don't get the like I don't I don't get what we're doing. Um, <laughs> the the one thing I okay uh, so the ending the finish um, where Brody like really would he it was like a very respectful pin mm-hmm. on Uno. It was like full body on top of him, both legs. Uh, it was like you know, it was hard to beat them that night. Yeah, which is cool if you like I Dark Order. Yeah. But uh, it's just weird. It's just weird. But it was decent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I totally get the weird but decent vibe. I totally felt the same way. Like this doesn't make sense, but yet it's enjoyable. And I'm just glad to see the Dark Order like up against like powerhouses because they they know how to handle that. Yeah, and I don't want to talk about all the bad stuff about like where the gimmick is and why certain people aren't doing certain things. Uh, <laughs> Julia Hart. <coughs> um, but <laughs> the Death Triangle thing at the end with the tombstone. I'm so sick of that tombstone. I thought we were done, right? I thought Spirit Halloween was over. <laughs> Alex was wearing a regular jacket again. We were doing okay. This son of a bitch had the double or nothing logo (laughs) on it. Like a fucking tiny cemetery billboard. (laughs) And it had House of Black on it. (laughs) That's how we're announcing that match? That we already like already have been dealing with for this long? (laughs) A fucking styrofoam tombstone. With a big double or nothing sign on it. (laughs) And Penta, man, good for him standing there and fucking acting like that and this stupid shit. He was like, the slow pull. And then it gave the fucking Sarah. Oh, my God, dude. They sold it. (laughs) No, they didn't. It was terrible. Um, oh. but good for him though for sticking Bye. with it. <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah, that was rough. It is what it is, right? It is what it is. But it's going to be a great match, and that's when Julia is going to turn. My prediction. Uh huh. And then we get the promo of the Gun Club and the acclaimed Papa, Papa. <laughs> is this okay, Papa? Beautiful, beautiful. And then we got FTR with Tony, and then they're gonna, you know, they're gonna have a match with Dynamite. And in, in this of the ain't match. a joke. This ain't a joke. Say no joke. So then we go to Spears versus a giant, and this giant was Big Damo and Big Jericho. Damo. Big Damo and Jericho goes, look at the sweater on this guy. And then Taz says, this is a big hairy dude from Ireland. (laughs) Thanks, Taz. But, you know, it's the squash match to try to prove that Spears can compete with Wardlow. Um, It was fun. It was fun seeing Big Damo or whatever his fucking name is. (laughs) It was pretty cool. Sweater. Hey, put some respect on his name. He had to go in there. 
He was great, man. None of us can do. I got total props for him, man. I love him. He's great. So let's hear Tammy's notes on this. This should be. They're pretty short. Oh. Says, uh, well, I'm glad commentary said it. It had to be said. It has to do with sweat and hair. Things that I guess can't be helped. Maybe it's intentional. I don't know. Big Damo was short-lived, but fun. A short, sweaty wrestle. Short, sweaty wrestle. <laughs> Take it away, Chris, on this short, sweaty wrestle. Big Damo, uh, formerly uh, Killian Dane. A lot of people, I think, would know him as. Um, very good wrestler. Why? Why would you do this in a debut? To somebody that's this, that has a lot of potential, right? In a debut match, you put him with Sean Spears, of all people. It doesn't belong in this storyline. It, it wasn't necessary. I think it it it's a not a good sign for Big Damo, um, and that sucks because he is a big dude and he is like a really good wrestler. And yeah, Sean Spears, I I've come around to the point where I'm like. I like Sean Spears again. However, uh, I he needs to be more realistic, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, and what the guy what? should need a chair to win anything? Right. Like he should need a chair all the time. Okay. Because that's his that's his gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was it was a weird way to bring somebody in. Hmm. So we jump over to the Cutler cam. And that's the challenge with the Bucks and the Hardys. And then we go right into the Velvet match with Chris Statlander. Um, I thought this was cool, man. This this was this was um this was a good match. I loved it when Chris like held her up and then put the one arm up and went like that was pretty cool and then slammed her down. You know, Velvet had some good comebacks to make it very plausible that she could possibly beat Chris Statlander, you know, as strong as she is. So I liked that. I thought the kayfabe was really cool. Um, they had some really good moves. They're very acrobatic. And, you know, um, of course, the baddie interference is just setting it up for everything else. And then out of nowhere comes Anna Jay, which I thought was uh, an interesting twist to this. And But, I mean, I guess we kind of saw it coming when we saw some stuff on Dark and Dark Elevation where, you know, Anna was teaming up with Ruby and all that. So makes sense that they put that rivalry together. I mean, obviously... I have a feeling that whatever happens with the Ruby Statlander match, they're going to probably wind up being a team or a faction of some sort with Hannah J. It seems like it's going that way. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a cool match. So they had a lot of near falls, you know, uh, you know, a couple of things went down as far as that's concerned. And it, it, it was very convincing. So Tammy, what are your notes on this? Uh, Chris, all dark and updated. Look, yes, works. Take yourself seriously, wrestler. Whoa, holy shit, Chris. Hold up Red Velvet with one hand. Chris flinging her around like a rag doll. Chris is stuck in the apron? Yes, Chris Statlander. Show her your might. Chris come for, for the belt next. Here interfering, ruining this moment. Red Velvet is a good wrestle, but Chris is so strong. Ruby watching on the side to see who her opponent will be. Chris gets it. Batty's attack, and Rudy, Ruby comes and helps. A one-armed power wrestle. There you go. Chris. That's a pretty good match. 
Um, so the baddies are growing on me. Uh, I'm starting to. I'm, Red Velvet in particular has done a very good job turning her character around um, in and out of the ring, um, not just out of it. Even in the ring now, she's she she has she had a whole lot up her sleeve before that was very heelish, and it works. It's good. Um, Kira Hogan's getting there, uh, and Jade I think looks even better to have them involved without having to um, really use them in any kind of way. Like just having them in a picture with her at the sides and and knowing that she's the alpha in the group, it's um, it, it's good for her just to have you know good people under her basically. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a it was it was a decent match. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, the post match beatdown was a little predictable. Uh, Ruby coming in for the save was a little predictable. Um, Anna Jay coming in out of nowhere was weird. And then suddenly we're going to have Anna Jay versus Jade Cargill for the title at the pay-per-view. I know. It was like there was no storyline leading up to it ever. <laughs> I feel, felt like all these people that she's been talking with and doing all this shit for the last few weeks. We go with Anna Jay yeah. for the title. At the pay-per-view. I know. It's kind of bizarre. So. Right. And then after this, we go into that Hookhausen promo, which I thought was absolute genius. I mean, I, I was dying. I thought that was funny. Tammy and I looked at each other. We're like, man, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. It was so funny in the best way, too. It was, like, good in the best way. Yep. And then we go into the center of the ring. We got the men of the year. And eight American top team with Lambert and Frankie is teaming up with Sammy Guevara. Zoinks. Not really. Not but really. It looks that he, way. He just jumped in there and, and shit on Sammy and Ty too. Right at the beginning. He, he was like, you shut your mouth. I don't know how people can listen to you, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, but then the point was he wanted to talk to Scorp. So it's like a, it's an alliance out of just, we both hate the same person. Not like they're getting along. My favorite line in that was Frankie said, you, you, if you keep saying that, that's why nobody likes you or something. You yeah. keep saying stuff like that. That's why nobody likes you, yep. which I thought was pretty funny. So then we got the promo with Britt versus uh, Tony Storm. And Britt was basically speechless at that. So that, I thought that was a pretty good promo. And then we got. Uh, Listen, the hold on. Before you brush past that. All right. Britt Baker is scared. And yeah. Tony Storm cut a fucking hell of a promo on her here. Fuck yeah. That was awesome. It was badass. It was that super promo badass. was so good. Because you know why? A lot, a lot of people come in and they have all this energy and they talk loud and they do all this shit. She like she has this way of delivering her promos where it's like super quiet and chilled out, but she's gonna beat your ass later. And sorry for your luck. It's ah, it's it's so good. <laughs> this so was a good, good segment. I love it. This is my kind of girl. Yes. Yeah. And, and she, to, knows her, she knows her. Britt Baker being speechless confident. and scared was beautiful. Yeah. I know. That was she great. should be. She should be fucking scared. She's she, your ass whoop. She played it great, man. It was awesome. So then we get into the Danielson Mox versus Dante and Seidel. Uh, and then there was a promo before that. And I loved it because Danielson said, The violence is working. 
So I thought that was great. And then Mock says, my tools are pain and torture, which <laughs> that was another cool line. Um, and then Regal said, it's going to do everything I can to stop from biting my no- biting his nose off, talking about Jericho because he was giving him the stare down, so which I thought was totally funny. So the, 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 the commentary with him against um, Jericho and the match itself, I mean, the match was okay, but the real highlight of it was Jericho and fucking Regal going at each other at the commentary table. So, Tammy, what are your notes on this? First of all, I have to say, some of Mox's monologuing and all this drama really makes me, like, miss being involved in theatrical endeavors. So, I might have to write something and do something now. I've already talked to Melissa today about a possible drag slash wrestling slash theater slash music project. But, um, Can't wait for this. Yeah, this is Put just it all in the pot and stir it up. Yes, put it all in the pot and, and just have a wonderful time. But, you know, like the monologues of uh, Mox, you have to, it's very, very good. Anyways, okay. Peace, love, pro wrestlers, but Mox is a teacher of pain. Abandon all hope. I don't want to see Dante and Matt get beat up. No joy in that. Into it before the bell. What is a cauliflower face? Matt tried. He had some fantastic kicks and flips. But now he's head first in a table. He's giving it his all before tagging Dante, and Dante's flying all around. Quite the drama when he was in submission by Danielson. He finally gets the ropes, only to be rewarded by kicks from Danielson. Seidel flies in. Everyone's chanting, this is awesome, this is awesome. Dante and Matt give it, give it all, but Birdie's got beat. Flying Birdie power wrestle. Yeah, Dante killed it, man. He was great. Fucking awesome. All of them. If I had it my way, all wrestlers would have cauliflower faces. That's right. That's exactly what we're going to say. Fucking regal, man. <laughs> uh, it's a fun match, though, right? It was. Guys? It was very fun. I, I thought it was very fun. I enjoyed it. Um, the names in it were weird. The commentary stuff you're talking about, Rafe. Um, regal was talking to somebody at some point. I think he was talking to Jericho during that whole thing. And he was talking shit about how, don't forget, Jake Hager came to me, not you, over That's in another right. company. And I immediately went, wow, Jake Hager would fit in the Blackpool Combat Club so fucking well. Like, he fits perfect. He's got MMA background. He knows all this shit. He just goes in and fights people. And worshiping Chris Jericho doesn't make sense for his character. Um Maybe they laid an Easter egg for us there. No, but I mean, it's been the whole time since Jake came in. He came in and he literally just stands behind Jericho all the time. He doesn't say anything or do anything. He just fights and does whatever Jericho wants to do, basically. Uh, And he would be great anywhere else. Um, And plus, yeah, I want to see like Jericho, if he's doing the Jericho appreciation side, do that with somebody else. They're They're not fighters. They're sports entertainers, right? That's their gimmick. Jake Hager doesn't belong there. He's not That's a sports true. entertainer. He's a That's fighter. A he comes point. in, he fights, and he's only good if he's fighting. If it looks anything like sports entertainment, he's not your guy. Right. Um, Dante's faced these guys a couple times, mm-hmm. uh, and yes. he's done well with the Blackpool Combat Club, but he would never fit in the group. No. You know what I'm saying? He would never fit in that role. Um, so, Jake, this is a missed opportunity 
Uh, or is it? I don't know. The post-match attack was kind of lame. Um, after the show went off the air, you guys, Brian Danielson was stuck uh, yep. between the ramp and the ring, right? We saw and that. If and you, if you go watch the bonus clips that AEW has posted on social media and you watch Brian Danielson, he grabs the ref twice and comes over and does this and he talks to him and makes him listen, right? And then finally, the ref gets to Jake and he goes, hey – Go kick him or something some more. I saw that. And then Jake awesome. Hager walks over there and does that, right? And it's like, okay, he's communicating like, dude, do something. This is stupid. I'm just sitting here with my leg between this thing. When I watched this episode of Dynamite and Rampage, I was like, wow, you could fall right in that thing if you weren't being careful. No wonder nobody's doing any like run-ins and sliding into the ring or anything. Uh, and then they did that. And I was like, oh, it doesn't look that bad. <laughs> it's 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 like fine like his whole leg was in there and there was a big enough gap without it being like something where somebody had to worry if they were walking over it and they like yeah you could trip but it wouldn't be that bad right <sighs> i don't know it's weird i didn't like the ending oh well the, match was the ending though. was weird the, the 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 beat down was odd uh it wasn't coordinated well and the camera guys were all in the wrong places um, and it just made it look very scripted and like phony and yeah, that's not good. But I think, I think you're right about now that you've pointed that out with Jake Hager and that's all come to light. He's the least flashy of them all in the, yeah. in the Jericho appreciation society. He's always Absolutely. in the background. Yeah. He might turn. Yeah. He looks exactly like a brother I have named Carl. Yeah. Just like him. So yeah, this should be cool. So couple announcements before we leave all of you wonderful people listening next week all right before we talk about all the changes and stuff mm-hmm. this is what's coming up next week okay dynamite we've got samoa joe versus um let me see dynamite samoa joe versus kyle o'reilly right yep then we've got jungle boy versus swerve versus ricky starks that's going to be dope then we've got tony storm versus Britt baker right awesome ftr versus rapongi vice for the roh tag titles awesome wardlow versus sean spears in a steel cage on dynamite that's fantastic and we have a confrontation with uh adam page and cm punk and then on rampage so far all they've really talked about is ruby soho versus chris statlander right right? because that's all leading to the owen hart stuff at double or nothing about a week away we've got the buy-in hookhausen Versus Mark Sterling and Tony Nese. Yes. Uh, and then we've got Death Triangle versus House of Black. Yes. We've got the Women's Owen Hart finale, which is going to be either Tony Storm or Britt Baker versus either Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander. Right. Uh, predictions, guys. What do you think? Um, I think it's going to be Ruby and Tony. Ruby and, and Tony. Think, okay. I think. I think. I think. Um... I'd like to see Ruby win because she's, you know, she's put in the work, but I think maybe Tony's going to get that. Okay. Tammy, Tammy who do you think is going to win between Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander? I'm really, like, I'm really in agreement with Rafe on this one. On the right. Tony Storm one. What about the Statlander? Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would like I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure about your guys' opinions. Uh, I think we're going to be looking at probably Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Mm. I mean, yeah. We'll see. I think I think you're both kind of on the right track. Um, 
the men's Owen Hart finale, we've got Adam Cole versus either Kyle O'Reilly or Samoa Joe. We've already said all we need to say about that, but that's going to be cool. Um, and then I guess there's titles that they're giving these people that win this tournament this year. They're either getting some sort of custom title belt that is not like a, it's, it, you don't defend it. It's not a real belt, uh, but it's like an award, which is cool and weird at the same time. Um, but the Hardys versus the Young Bucks is going to be great. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club versus, well, with Eddie Kingston and Santana Ortiz versus Jericho Appreciation Society. That's a big deal. Um, we've got all this crazy stuff. Jurassic Express versus Team Taz, essentially, uh, versus Swerve and Keith Lee. Um, and then, you know, the world title picture. We've got CM Punk, Hangman Page, and then we've got Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb. I think those are both on the same level, in my opinion, as far as the title status. I yeah. don't feel like the feuds are at the same level right now. Like, I... I CM Punk and uh, Hangman Page have a much more um, built storyline, in my opinion, as far as TV time and what's been devoted to it from the performers versus uh, Serena Deem and Thunder Rosa, despite the fact that their stuff could just be, you know, you can look at the big picture for both of them and say, okay, there's a long story there, but it's not a story as a feud. Right. Um, but yeah, pay-per-view is going to be sick. sick. Next week is going to be fantastic. And... I guess I'm going to have to update everybody myself. Huh? Yep. Chris is going to be carrying the show next week. He's going to be putting up clips, just quick clips of reviewing it. Uh, Tammy and I are going to be out of town. We're not going to be able to do the podcast, but we are going to come at you with a special podcast after the pay-per-view. Um, we're all going to watch that and then do our review and see our reactions to the pay-per-view. And um, so, yeah, what did you have to say, Tammy? I will try to comment my notes on Chris's video. So when he does the recap, once I've watched it in the comments, I'll write my notes in. Okay. That sounds good. So until next time, everybody, we're looking forward to this week at Dynamite. This is going to be a great one because then it leads up to the pay-per-view. The pay-per-view is going to be awesome. Tony Khan, just take my money, buddy. Just take it. <laughs> Hell of a week to not know if you're going to be able to watch stuff live or not. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I know. We'll, it's so sad. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, though. We're still going to watch it. It's <laughs> one we way or the other. We are going to figure this out. We just don't know how when. Well, we will get it done. All right. From all of us here at the All Elite Murder Theater Podcast, everyone have a good week, and thank you. Bye-bye.